and welcome to the next installment of the Daisy Spotlight, brought to you by Project Spotlight, helping shine the spotlight on small content creators, specifically aiming at the Daisy community. And today on the Spotlight, we have probably the most uh, popular person I've interviewed so far. I can't believe the sheer volume of questions that this person generated from the viewer community. And without further ado, can I introduce to you all Sumrak. Adam, how are you, mate? Hello, good. <laughs> Thank you, you so, so much for agreeing to do this, mate. Um, as I mentioned, just the sheer volume of questions. Um, for those who don't know, Adam, why are you famous to the DayZ community? Well, I guess it started uh, when I was releasing the Namask my island, which was previously developing for Arma. I love and the I way you said that, my island. <laughs> and I released it for Daisy Mod and it started to be really popular for yeah. some reason. It, it It's massively popular, like, as I've said before in other interviews, I never played, or I've got a handful of hours in the mod and that was only on Chinaris. Um, but even my son, who's only, he just turned 17, to, um, yesterday it was his birthday here in Australia. Um, so happy birthday, Griffin. Um, but even he just straight away just started rattling off all these stories to me about Namolsk and how amazing of a map it is. So you definitely created something that a lot of people are very, very passionate about, mate. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I have seen like mentions, you know, like other Reddits too, like PUBG Reddit. Like, yep. People are talking about Namask. Wow, even so in the PUBG really Reddit. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they want you to do a mod map for um, PUBG, do they? Uh, yeah, I, I heard that they will be like toning down their like modding plans for yeah. now. Ah. But it's, I was actually thinking about it. I know, I know we're kind of diverging a little bit at the moment, but I was actually just thinking about PUBG today. Um, I have fired it up a couple of times in the last month of that, um, but the amount of updates they're constantly still doing, it's almost like the game's still uh, an alpha or beta. They're always releasing another patch for it. Yeah, they do quite often. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so let's find out a little bit more about you, Adam. Firstly, how old are you, buddy? I'm 27. 27 years young. And you have a family? Mrs. Kids, that uh, sort of stuff? Not yet. Not yet. Any um, single ladies out there? Adam uh, Franku nope. on Twitter. That's hit him up. Hit him up. <laughs> and I obviously, and most of the people watching this interview know what you do for a living. But for those who don't know, would you like to tell them what you do? Yeah, so I'm currently working as map designer for Daisy Stentalon in Bohemia Interactive. Yep. And we've actually got quite a few questions about that, so we'll stop there. Uh, a lot of people are very interested in what you're doing for the dev team. Um, do you have any other hobbies outside of gaming? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I, I like to create things. Like when I was younger, I was like, putting together a lot of paper and plastic models and when I found out that it's actually doable on PC and a much greater <laughs> scale <laughs> uh, this basically is like started like modi my modding career started here I, I found that you can do all sorts of 
crazy stuff in Operation Flashpoint. So I stopped this hobby, like the real hobby, paper and pl plastic model creating. Still yeah. doing it a little bit, but most of the most of the time is on PC. I love that you mentioned um, that game. It's one that um, I'd, I'd actually forgotten a little bit about, but Operation Flashpoint. Um, I bought that game when it came out. Um, I was a console pleb back then, so please don't shoot me. Um, but I chucked it in the old Xbox and fired it up, and I started playing it like it was Call of Duty, and I just died and died and died. And it took me probably a couple of hours. And then I finally realized, holy crap, this game is so realistic. You have to play it like it's for real. Um, and it, it was, it's, it, that's part of the reason why I love DayZ. It's a very unforgiving game. You know, even just someone with a Makarov can just take you out with one shot if they get you in the head sort of thing. Operation Flashpoint. God, that was amazing. I would love to have seen what that was like on the PC. So you did some mod work on that. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, but that was only basically start. I continued in Arma series, basically. Yep. But yeah, other than that, like I quite like astronomy and astrophotography. Yep. And I was previously also doing orienteering, like sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, don't have really time for it now. But yep. I still trying to keep myself in shape, so doing some daily runs if I can. Awesome. So, what is the origin of your name, Sumrak? Oh <laughs> yeah, that's quite fun one. Uh, when I was uh, creating mods for Flashpoint, I used uh, Red uh, Hammer Studios mod uh, for like r Russian soldiers. Yep. And the Sumrak is actually their camouflage. <laughs> ah, there you go. Like I was putting units in uh, Operation Flashpoint mission editor and I seen this Sumrak and stuck in my mind and I chose it. <laughs> now, something interesting I found out. For any of you creative types out there, Sumrak does not have a logo. As you would have noticed from the promo video, I had to use his uh, Twitter profile pic. So if any of you have got any ideas, hit him up on Twitter um, and let's see what you, the community, can come up with for creating a logo for a man who definitely deserves to have his own logo. The man who created Nomolsk. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really good in this. Okay. <laughs> I'm also like searching for ways to create a logo for Namask. Yep. Oh, there you go. If you've got a logo for Namask, um, anyone out there, definitely um, hit him up and um, you might be able to uh, work something out with him. Okay, so a little bit about your gaming background. Who or what got you into gaming? Oh, hmm. I, I think when I was like maybe 10 years old actually or yep. 8 years old uh, my dad had PC like Windows 95 or something yep and he got installed some like Age of Empires 1 or Team Hospital so it all yep. started there basically do some time before I had my own PC yep but yeah that was the start what is your favorite game of all time hmm I have to say it's probably Original War, but yeah, the Operation Flashpoint and the whole series with Daisy is like really close to that. Yeah. But just that's mainly because like the uh, 
all the stuff that you can basically create there like it's basically my sandbox <laughs> yeah yeah do not i haven't played arma or flashpoint that much i spent a lot of time creating stuff in it <laughs> that's amazing it's you really don't play like the game so much so you're definitely you're more of a creative person you enjoy yeah, yeah. creating content for the games as opposed to playing them themselves like if you compare the time i spent modding these games to the time i play them it's yeah. like you can compare it really. wow then what was your first pc you mentioned it before oh yeah it was like really old intel processor with windows 98 <laughs> yep and your first console oh i don't have console at all i can never never had a console yeah you are the definition of pc master race my friend i actually never really played on console i can't seem to recall any time when i was actually holding the control and playing something on console you just don't like them ah it's not that that i never had early opportunity and never really wanted to try it yep much happier with your PC. Yeah, yeah. You can mod stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when it comes to editing, um, what recording software do you use? Uh, I was using Fraps for a long time. Yep. Now using mostly OBS. Yep. And what editing software do you use? Vegas. Vegas. Never heard of that one. I'll have to look that one up. Why did you start creating um, mod content? Um, hmm, that's an interesting question. Well, <laughs> it's started like I was uh, doing projects like for me only. I was just playing with the editors and like create some missions in Operation Flashpoints. Yep. But eventually realized that this is actually quite good i could try to release it to the public so after like few personal projects i finally released something <laughs> it was for the operation flashpoint it's still available on my website yep but it's all in check and it's super crazy <laughs> now if you do want to visit the website check the link in the uh, description of the video um that'll take you straight to the night stalker website which is where he has all of his content available for download Okay, so now let's move on to a bit about Daisy itself. Um, obviously, I'm guessing yes, you did play the mod. Yeah, quite a lot actually. Yeah, and I started quite soon also, like in those early days when yep. this basically blow up. Like, like there was a lot of servers. Like everyone was like, "What is this Daisy mod?" Yeah. What is it about Daisy that makes you love it? I guess it's the randomness of the gameplay. Like, you never know what you actually encounter. Yeah. If you could add anything to the game, what would it be and why? Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll narrow it down. We'll just talk about Vanilla Daisy. The Daisy that we've all got at the moment. Oh, the Daisy, what we have got right now? Yeah. Well, I would definitely, like, 
try to add more like stuff to crafting and like yeah uh to survival like all the details like i really like survival games for example long dark so yeah like oh crafted stuff that is just an amazing game the long dark isn't it yeah it is anyone out there i think i've mentioned this a few times but if one of your complaints with daisy is that there's nothing to do other than kos um i don't agree with you on that i think there's quite a bit to do but obviously yes it'd be great if there was more to do um but try out the long dark if you want survival that game is absolutely brutal you make one mistake you will suffer for it big time indeed oh yeah i've had worms i've died of hypothermia i've had wolves attack me i've had bears attack me i've fallen of oh it's an amazing yeah, game really like like hardcore survival games like they yeah those games that are trying to always trying to kill you yes and if you make one mistake yeah. you are basically dead and the biggest mistake you'll make is oh i think i can make it to the next house before this storm blows in and sure enough you don't <laughs> you get lost when it white outs and oh, it's an amazing game absolutely amazing game but yeah um we can probably expand this one it's usually i um i'm talking about um content creators uh, in the way of video and um, twitch and so on but any other mod content creators out there who you really look up to oh uh like in arma series yeah 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 probably it was like uh like i keep an eye on a lot of like map makers who what they are actually doing like i think icebreaker is doing a lot of stuff for arma 2 and arma 3 too icebreaker like, yeah mainly it's like the map guys basically yeah i'm keeping an eye what new environments are created for arma games yep. it's really crazy to see like how many people are actually willing to spend their time to do these crazy projects to arma and like i really seriously cannot wait what they will be able to create in daisy do you talk to a lot of them oh not much currently yep okay status reports what do you think of them i like them yep i like i always like to write something there yeah all these like map related uh texts and pictures posting pictures and maybe sometimes creating videos like the last one with the streams yep yeah, and honestly um, as um, was said in the septic falcon interview the more of that sort of content um, the the better it is for everyone you know um, the more technical stuff it does appeal to um, a smaller part of the community uh, but for a lot of us who do uh, like myself the plebs who don't understand the more technical talk seeing those little um, gifs and um, sound bites and so on um, it really makes a status report um, shine for us so yeah for sure like I we always we all try to basically put something visual and visual there but it's yep. not that, that easy always because you always don't talk about some new graphical feature or something so yeah what is your biggest gripe with Daisy? Yeah, like uh, I guess uh, 
from the developer point of view it's not easy for us uh, yep with the situation current situation because like we can properly update the version that you all play yeah before like the major task as tasks are done so yeah it's it's hard for us because like but we are very close to finally reaching the point where we will start updating again yeah as they said in the last status report it got a lot of um excitement out there in the community for those who are following it still very closely um it was a it was a bit of a teaser it was kind of like you said yes we're close but then you backed off a little bit and it was kind of like just release it already hurry up god damn it yeah it like it it's huge really for us the yeah. release of 0.63 like it it means we will start iterating much faster and yep. you will of course have more content to enjoy and more updates overall what are you looking forward to the most in daisy uh i would say modding yeah like i i seriously cannot wait like i mentioned the ma- new maps what people will be able to create with the library of objects that we actually have now yeah like, it will be so amazing like there's there are so many possibilities in Daisy. Like, like if I compare it, if I compare the possibilities that I had in Arma and Arma Two Daisy mode versus what I will actually be able to do with Daisy standalone modding, it's so amazing. Yeah, like um, I sent you through a link. Um, I don't know. It's to do with one of the viewer questions, um, but um the i was reading through it um again doing some research for the interview and they were talking about the buildings um and yeah you hear a lot of people look back on um the mod with um almost rose tinted glasses in that you know they go on about how great the mod was but then you consider you know pretty much every single building in standalone is enterable now whereas in the mod it was only a handful of buildings were enterable um so there's so much more diversity to the the map now compared to what there was in the mod oh yeah it's just like the buildings are complex there's a lot of interior space now compared yeah. to the daisy mode so of course like searching for items can be harder sometimes yeah and it's an obvious answer to this question but what are you most looking forward to in regards to modding once i opened it up and i'm guessing your um, answer is going to be uh, being able to release namolsk Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking forward to the m- other like community maps. Like, yeah, like, like seriously, cannot wait for them. How many people do you think the map should have um, per server at the moment? Well, it depends on the map. Like on on Chernaros, I think the 100 players would yep. be fun. How many do you reckon the most should have? I would say like 30, 40. 30 or 40? That's very low compared to um, Chinaris. Ah, it is. Like it, the Namal is much smaller. Yeah. Island. It's island, yeah. Yeah. With a lot of like base in there. and So we will see. Like it's not settled, but this is my estimate basically. Yep. We will see how it plays actually. But yeah, I think these numbers say plant these numbers even daisy in daisy mode but yeah of course like server owners decide yeah what they actually want yep what player account they want so yeah but there you have it folks from the man who created the map himself 30 to 40 players maximum per serve any more than that and they're just going to destroy it there we go 
Oh yeah, like uh, you need to keep in mind the uh, central economy setup, like and yeah. the overall like the spaces for the loot. So yeah. yeah, you need to balance that out. Okay, rapid fire questions, and these are more to do with playing the actual game itself as opposed to creating maps for it. Are you ready? Yeah. Favorite long range weapon. SVD. Least favorite long range weapon. Probably sporter or trumpet. <laughs> favorite auto weapon. Uh probably AK AK one one. Least favorite automatic weapon. Scorpion or rack. KOS. No. First person or third person. First person. Favorite server. Daisy Underground. Favorite place on the map? Stariar. Public or private service? Private. <laughs> oh, the poor old rack, it just gets no love from everyone. But the sporter, like, I'm kind of torn on the sporter. I've actually got a character at the moment. I'm up at Tizzy and I've got a sporter. It's only because I couldn't find anything else. Um, the server I was playing on, it just... I must have been right behind someone because every tent I went to it was just empty mags and uh, not a single gun to be seen. But the sporter, uh, I've, I've had, I've got a bit of a love affair with the sporter. I, yeah, I, I would say the trumpet. The trumpet is just horrible. It is so horrible. If you get stuck with a trumpet in a firefight, you know you're yeah. pretty well dead. I mean, if you get the thirty uh, round mag yes. for a sporter, it's actually quite fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's but got yeah. very little recoil as well. Usually don't find it. So, if you can catch them off guard and you can unleash half that mag into them, they're gonna go down. Okay, now we are going to move on to um, the massive, massive, massive section. It's almost um, two and a half pages of questions from the viewer community out there. Now, before I actually start the questions. Adam was so kind as to send me a teaser video he has created for Namolsk. So what I'm going to do before we um, get into the questions is play that video for you guys now. And then obviously a few of the questions um, are going to be sort of answered by this little video. It's only about a minute and a half. Um, Adam, thank you so, so much for putting this together, mate. I'm certain this is... The 90% of the people who are watching this interview are probably going to click straight to this point. I'll try to remember to put a, a time link in the uh, description for those who just want to see the teaser video. Um, okay, let's play the video now.
and I watched that video before, mate, and that is absolutely amazing. It blew my mind just looking at um, a map that I know very little about. It looks stunning, my friend. You've done a great job of it. Thanks. Hopefully I didn't show that much. I still want to, like, keep something secret. <laughs> this is a little bit of tease yes. to what's basically come. I think the number one comment is going to be tease us more, tease us more, please tease us. I think everyone yeah, wants to know as much as possible. Okay, so the first viewer question is from Muffinade or Muffin Eighty uh, Joe. Um, will there be any new map making tools released along with Daisy? Oh yeah, they will. Like Pokemon Interactive Games were always about the modding, so yeah. Daisy is of course no exception. So they will, and they will be very similar if not same like in Arma 3 so yep. like, if anyone basically wants to start modding they can do now basically experimenting with Arma 3 how it's done there and they will be ready for the assistant all. okay so you've answered pretty much the second part of his question if we want to make maps what's the best way to get started so you suggest they get Arma 3 and they start playing around with the map editor and that oh yeah definitely have you ever considered um, doing any like how-to videos um, on that point actually? Um, just showing people some of the basics of um, playing around with the map editor because I imagine there's some people out there who've thought about it but have never even done it themselves. Oh yeah, I was actually thinking about doing some series for Resistant Alone. Yeah, It would be really grateful because like there are not that many tutorials and it's kind of sometimes confusing to use these like tools. It's not easy to use the like the whole w workflow that you need to do when creating maps for Arma. So yeah, I think maybe. I think that would be a fantastic idea, mate. And I think that'd be something that even if if you did it personally, or even if they allowed you to do it um, officially under the DayZ um, banner um, in preparation for when modding is opened up. If there was a bunch of videos that you guys could release showing the basics of uh, map editing, obviously you can't go into the really fine minutiae. That's uh, something they need to just learn from experience. But I think that would go down really well with the community, mate. Oh yeah, like, the release of the tools definitely needs to be supported with the documentation. And like I, I guess the videos are yeah. quite a nice way to present yeah. how it's done and what should you do, what, how it's used and stuff. Okay, the next question is from Lex. Have you already finished Nemolsk for the standalone? Yes, basically very, whenever I have free time, I work yep. on it. And it's like the main island with all the assets is really close to be done. There is like only polishing face and bug fixing. Yep. Things that are missing is that the central economy setup is not entirely finished yet but it's quite close already too and it's of course working under 0.63 mm -hmm. uh, there's like still some gameplay related features that are either work in progress or still to be implemented i guess uh, this is one of the reason why like people don't have modding available in daisy yet because yep. simply like things are constantly changing in daisy yeah with these large tech changes in 0.63 like it basically 
we need to wait until the game is stable enough with the new tech and then we can basically release the modding so even i i am waiting for stuff to be finished <laughs> before i actually will mod it <laughs> yeah okay joe dirty comes in with two questions and topics dear to my daisy heart first question are there any plans to give major locations some neat little or bigger football stadiums or stands etc basically an overhaul of some of these locations oh yeah like we are trying to add like some new unique objects i guess yeah and unique locations it's not like easy because you it usually requires some additional art time so you need to be careful on that but yeah we're definitely trying to at such locations on the map we've got the uh, amusement park objects coming and like there are other like unique locations planned and football stadium stadiums not but like, we do have some on channels already they may be not that visible yeah because there's like these wooden benches there around yeah. like it's like mostly flat place yeah, I probably know what you mean. <laughs> like bigger object, like like yeah. I said, like it requires uh, additional art time, and we need to caref be careful about that. But things are planned and coming down the line, so we'll see. Yeah, I've said um, I think in the past that what would be um, great is for at various locations around the map, because pretty much at the moment um, you spawn on the coast, you find an apple tree or you um, loot some houses, get enough food so that you're not starving anymore, and then you run inland, you get geared, and then generally you kind of hang around that inland. I'd love to see some locations of the map um, that have something specific to them um, that also spawns something specific to that location. So it's encouraging you to have to keep on traveling around the map, not just sticking up inland and camping around Tizzy or the Northwest Airfield or um, going to the coast to kill freshies if that's your thing, um, but various locations and unique places that you know, I really want to go and see, yeah, maybe a big football stadium or something along those lines in each um, area of the map. Yeah, definitely. Like we try what, uh, with the objects that we have to make things a little bit more unique, but it's not an easy. So it yeah. usually comes down to the uh, like requirement to create a new asset, and we yep. need to be careful on that. Okay, the second question is, do you consider giving many smaller towns or villages an overhaul to give them more unique places, e.g. unique buildings or sceneries like, uh, he mentions an example of an Oktoberfest remains, uh, or a red light district, or something along those lines. So sort of tied into what I was saying before. Yeah, like there have been definitely some attempts to do some like special things, like uh, for example in Pulkovo, Pulkovo, you have like this uh, local the marketplace, yeah. <laughs> almost like marketplace. But yeah, it, I guess it comes down to the fact that again, like I think these special things require the art time. Yeah. So like, and again, we need to be careful, like with what we actually request for the art team to create. Yeah. But yeah, and this like these small things, it we also need to like balance out like. We, we are still doing quite big changes on the map and this is kind of like these small unique places are like the small stuff that we'll add later possibly mm -hmm. than now like we recently changed the whole western border and 
like in six three yes. we'll see a lot of like new locations on the west. So we are still kinda doing quite big changes to the map. Yeah. So we are not at the point when we would be like doing some like little locations and villages. But yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's funny as it sounds, um, I know a lot of people weren't that excited by it, but I know I was. And I know quite a few people who are very excited to start exploring these new trails that you guys are bringing in as well. Oh yeah, that's a lot of fun. I really, we really enjoyed doing them and uh, yep. I just cannot wait until I will be uh, uh, walking on these trails and meeting people. No, it's going to be great. Okay, Fades Gaming comes in. What's your favorite and least favorite thing about the dev side or the development side of DayZ? Yeah, well, we've got like really awesome, dedicated team working on the game. Mm -hmm. And I get to work on really amazing game world in which you all spend time enjoying the science, but usually killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I guess the least favorite thing I mentioned it already is is the weight. Like it's really hard for us. But yeah. these ch recent changes, or it's not really recent. Like it been going for some time now. It simply like prevents us from like releasing updates to the version you play until yep. we like finally prepare all the important bits that. 0.63 can actually be released like after that it will be like completely new era for daisy like yeah faster iterations more updates and content dr desync what can we expect from the new namalsk map that has been teased well you've had a bit of that answered uh dr desync by the video we just played but is there anything else that you can share or you'd rather not share and make everyone wait and um, suffer in um for your enjoyment oh yeah the like the mask map is basically whole and very different environment yep. to play in like the mod version mod vanilla version has been known for its hardcore survival aspects and standalone version will only build on it and it will be even more hardcore like i mentioned that i log at that I like long dark, so yep. <laughs> you will see. <laughs> okay, so I'm probably doing um, the long dark a favor here, uh, but it is definitely in your interest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to go out and play that game then, because uh, it sounds like uh, Adam's taken a lot of inspiration from the long dark for, and I know Brian's a big fan of the long dark as well, so yeah. Definitely worth checking it out uh, to get a bit of a feel for the map. Nazi Penguin, that's a horrible name. A Nazi Penguin. Oof. How did you end up working for the Daisy dev team and do you enjoy it? Oh yeah, like from the question I answered previously or the one before, I do enjoy it a lot. Yep. And uh, I started working for Bohemia actually as external map designer for projects take on helicopters and arma free mm -hmm. and after that i got offered like a full-time job for daisy yep lex comes in can we expect and i love this question i really did 
Um, can we expect an overhaul of the Starry Sabor, Novi Sabor area at some point? Compared to areas that have already had a facelift, these two cities are not very beautiful. Shouldn't the centre of the map where a majority of players end up be as beautiful as it can get? And I, I do kind of agree with him on the, it's a very high traffic area. And it would be great to see, you know, maybe, uh, probably Novi. Starry, I think, is quite diverse. You know, it's got a church, it's got the hospital, it's got the tents. But Novi Sabor, yes, it's got a church and the PD, but it, it's a little bit smaller. It'd be great to see a little bit more get added to that, I reckon. I'm not sure about the size like so, just size extension or something mm -hmm. i don't know how it, how to say it uh but yeah i definitely agree that this the surroundings of these two villages should definitely be improved like the villages itself were improved uh, quite a long time ago but yeah they are different compared to the version arma they're actually a lot of different lot different many yeah. of starry sobor is super different from arma 2 version mm -hmm. but yeah it's definitely something on the radar i'm not sure if it's if it will be for some first series of 0.63 but i'm definitely looking into it like in 0.63 we'll see the northwest airfield changed and that was basically like another high traffic area that we wanted to change and I also changed a lot of surrounding areas too, in the fields, towards Vibor, to towards uh, Cabanino. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely plan to do this too, because, like, although they these two villages were changed for Daisy already, it's like, if you compare it to the one that we did recently, yeah, it's still lacking detail. Mainly the surroundings, like, details. Yeah. Villages itself are quite good. Simali comes in with a cliche question, but favorite town in Shinaris? If I would have to choose the town, it's Stariar. Like Stariar. It's like I I like the remote places on Shinaris and yep. Stariar sitting sitting on the northern plateau, like from on those rock cliffs. Yeah, I like it as well because it, it's such a um, it's it's almost kind of unique. It's it's a long town. Yeah, you know, runs east to west or west to east, depending on which way you're coming in, and it's not all clumped together. It's little spatterings of houses here, there, and everywhere. It's 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 very nicely done, in my opinion. Yeah, thanks. But I also like the Western Lopatina checkpoint. Yes, but it's not that it's not that uh, town. But yeah. it's like a really nice place too. Yeah, we actually call it Free Crosses in Point Six Three. You'll like see those tourist trails and yep. you'll actually like connect those names to the locations you visit. So there is a lot of new names on the map. Awesome. Okay, Demon Groover, what is the one thing you would love to add to the Turneris map but you can't? Uh, yeah, it would probably be the for the extension to the northern border, like at, at least another eight kilometers because like if you like the our map is basically based of the elevation data from the Czech Republic the Ustina Labem area and that area like eight kilometers above the Cherners land that we have currently is so beautiful like I would really want to have that on Cherners like yeah because in the lore you have on the northern part you have the border with Russia so just imagine 
some borderline in the wilderness with some secret bases hiding in forests. It's really amazing. And uh, in real life, you have also those uh, like the high mountains, like those. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not really mountains; it's like the plateaus. I don't know the exact word for that right now. Yeah. Okay, the one that only Renee or barely infected comes in with. Hello, Sumrek. I know you once elaborated on the edge of the map being a lot of forest, um, uh, Shinaris, or being a massive hill structure, Daisy. Personally, I think it feels pretty silly suddenly bumping into debug zone. What are the possible solutions for that? And are you guys thinking about implementing one of them in Daisy? Yeah, I agree. It's like, like when you bump into the generated landscape, it really yeah. breaks the immersion. But like, unfortunately, at this point, all we can do is to try to put a hill, bush or trees in the view, in the line of sight. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see it that much. Like other, other options, of course, we can increase the map size and we can like return some like generic lands- looking landscape with trees and stuff. But that's basically Arma 2 solution. They had like uh, those two kilometer borders that had this like random hills and with trees before yeah. you actually bumped into the generated landscape directly. But I've, I've read a lot, like people were saying that we should make a Chernarus island. And yeah, that's not going to happen. We want to stay in the lore and we want to like have the Chernarus like r- really part of the lore, larger continent yeah. or country. So yeah, islands is not happening. <laughs> of course, like, there could be some improvements to the tech that is really responsible for the genetic landscape, but I'm not sure if it's something that we can actually do at this point in time. So, yeah, I guess if we want to tackle it, we would probably need to increase the map size and put some random forests before you actually bump into the generated landscape. Okay. Now, Ireland, fellas, um, I did see that mentioned a few times in some of the comments uh, as well. So it ain't going to be an island. They're going to stick to the law. Betafrog comes in with, does map making for the standalone differ from armor in any way? If so, how? I already mentioned not much. Yep. Like we basically use the same tools, workflow, like time builder and bulldozer. Packing process is basically same. Uh, there are like subtle differences in the configs and some visual features that Arma does not have. And yeah, you need to generate Nahmesh after you create terrain, basically. Okay, and now for the question that you liked, because you snuck in and had a look at the questions uh, before the interview, I don't blame you. There were a lot of them, so it was probably good for you to be able to bone up on them. Um, but Uncooper, if you could take Daisy to a biome outside of Bohemian or uh, Tundra, where would you like to take it? Um, he personally cannot wait for Tanoa to be ported, and he's also interested in making an Australia map. So where would you like to take it? I, I got actually a Tundra environment in mind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's like my personal project, but we'll see. Yeah. But if I should... If I should choose something else it would be probably environment similar maybe in to play in dying light 
it's quite a quite dry kind of Middle East environment, mm-hmm. possibly mixed with some parts previously be- being in uh, like USSR, like yep. Soviet Soviet satellite basically. So yeah, like there's a lot of ideas floating in my head. It's like it's a problem that I don't have time executing those ideas. I've actually got one that um, I'm, I'm going to ask now because we're sort of on the topic, but it's one that I'd be interested to know whether you think the game would be able to handle it. But uh, an idea that really appeals to me that I think I'd probably enjoy playing would be a map the size of um, Chinaris, but completely an urban landscape, like a massive city. Is that possible? Would the game be able to handle that, do you think? No. Yeah. We will, we will probably not see the interior everywhere, but yeah, yeah, it should be. Like if you manage to do occluders properly in the terrain, yeah, it should. Like there's a lot of like work. If if you figure out some clever texture sharing and stuff, it should be possible. Yeah. Oh, that would that would be an amazing map, I reckon. Just a completely urban environment, not knowing what's around the corner, and yeah. Oh, quite excited thinking about that. Yeah, I definitely cannot wait what uh, people will be able to create in Daisy. Yeah. Like. Okay, and Cooper also comes in with, can you also talk to the balance of hotspots and travel routes? Right now we have 60 players to a server, but it feels like there's enough mill camps and large towns to support 100, whereas in the mod you could have 50 people with a fifth of the landmarks. It was a little overcrowded. Yeah, I mean, like, there's been... It been all, it's been already mentioned that the plan is to support 100 players in future. So yeah, yeah we'll see how it will actually play and if we really need to do some like additional changes to the map. Yeah. Yazin 400. <laughs> uh, I knew someone would have to ask this question. Hey, when can we expect Point Six Three Experimental? I know this question might sound like a troll, but seeing as huge Daisy standalone communities are leaving the game because of the lack of updates, he mentions Gens of Dovo is a great recent example of this. I wonder how much longer can this be kept up until there is nobody left to play Point Six Three when it drops eventually. Now I don't agree. There's going to be nobody left. Um, there is plenty out there. There's even new communities that are popping up. I know it's sad to lose um, the Gens of Novo. They were one of the most well-respected um, Daisy communities out there, uh, but you've only got to look here, even here in Australia. We've got a very small community, uh, and we've had a server recently, Daisy Down Under, which is a Daisy Underground, um, the village-style server, um, which is doing quite well, getting some reasonable numbers on it. It's not getting full too often, um, but I'm going to keep on plugging it until we get more first-person elitists in there like myself. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I like I already mentioned. Like it's not easy for us. It we would like to have it out finally. Yeah. But yeah, it's like we really need to make sure that it's playable and it actually plays well and it's fun. And the other thing with the Gents of Novo server that a lot of people have got to remember is that server was a lot harder to maintain as opposed to a Daisy Underground, as opposed to a um, Good versus Evil. Um, they had a declared safe zone and that creates a lot of admin work especially as there's there's no tool in the game that allows you to see if someone killed someone inside of that safe zone Um, so that was a lot of um, admin man hours and that can be very very demanding on people so i know there was a lot of um, 
contention in the DayZ community when the gents announced that they would be closing soon. Um, but there was a lot more to it than just the fact that 0.63 is taking um, time. So that's something that people need to be aware of as well. I'm actually hoping to get um, the uh, creator of the Gents of Novo servo, uh, server in for a future DayZ Spotlight interview as well, which would be great to hear from him. Uh, yeah, I, I heard about Gents of Novo. It's like the server was running for such a long time. It's really like nice to see the de dedication in players like, yeah. to support these servers for such a long time. Mm-hmm. fad 7 will Namolsk be available as soon as modding for standalone is implemented or will you make us wait? We'll see. Like, <laughs> I would like to see it as soon as the modding is out for standalone, but we'll see. Like, I, of yeah. course, need to like analyze if it's actually fun to play or if I need more time to actually implement some things I would like to see there. But yeah, I would like to see it as soon as possible. Well, if you need anyone to help you test it, feel free to send me a message on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I'm certain you, your Twitter's going to get bombarded now, I think, with other people saying, I'm happy to help as we well. definitely want to help. But we definitely needed to do some larger testing for sure. Yeah. Okay, Core Fury. Are there still plans to make changes to Chinara, such as opening up more buildings, possibly adding new ones and other things, beyond what has already been mentioned in status reports? And if there are, will these go on once Nomolsk is released and passed beta? Yes, we still do have some buildings that are not opened at all, so, but the artists are working on that. Yep. We do have like in mind some new unique objects that we could put on some locations on the map and like we do have a lot of assets coming to s northwest airfield mm -hmm. yes i know i'm quite excited for that this should make definitely the area unique yep uh, but yeah it's like again we need to be careful like with these uh, art requests because it takes some time to create such assets. Yeah. But yeah, you can expect that there will be new buildings and stuff like that. Are there plans for, like, one thing I would love to see is, um, you know, in the teaser clip you showed uh, the uh, the tech building, I call it, um, where only um, two of the floors are enterable. Um, another one for me is um, the fire stations, where there's like half the building you can't actually get into. Are there plans to make those buildings fully open? Probably not. Like yeah. we, why our aim is to always have some parts of the building opened. Like it really differs. Mainly depends on the size of the object. If like you yeah. have a bigger building, you will probably not see all the rooms opened. Mm -hmm. If you have smaller one, it's like it's quite easy to make the interior there. So yeah, that's the basic theory behind this and then he did edit his question because he remembered another question is the ski resort coming back somewhere else yes it will it probably not be in the initial releases of 0.63 but we plan to return it west of Sinistock. you okay. can sort of see already there are those ski slopes in the forest yep but awesome. yeah, it's we, we will do it later Okay, and I love this guy's name. Screenshot shitposts. <laughs> 
sportive with banana mag or shotgun with double o buck hmm i don't use this much often but <laughs> probably the double buck yeah I, I think most people would take the double o uh, compared to the sporter with the yeah, the sporter, you've got to make sure every single round hits the shotgun. You get one of those rounds to hit, they're pretty much going down. Yeah. Okay, Johnny Ski, have you planned a map similar to Taviana? Uh, actually, not really. Like, mm -hmm. I know Taviana, like, it was super popular back in the Arma days. I'm not exactly sure if it will be ever available in Daisy Standalone, considering that now they are actually making their own standalone game with the Taviana Island, but we'll see. But myself, I haven't really planned environment similar to the one which is in, which is Taviana, basically. Yeah. Well, you sort of answered the next question then as well, GSP uh, for the win. Do you know if Taviana is coming to standalone? Now, you mentioned they're making their own standalone game. That's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm not sure about the name right now, but it's basically the guys that made the Daisy Origins mod. That, yep. And like they were really working close to, with the author of Taviana. So yeah, I I noticed it on the internet like a few weeks ago that they were actually making their own game. So I'm really not sure if Taviana will be available in Daisy, but we'll see. Okay, if I remember to do it, um, I'll actually do a bit of research and try to find the link to that and put it in the description of the video. So if you are interested in that, have a look in the description. There should be something there for you. Okay, Yazin400 comes in with another question. Um, what is your opinion on how the central loot economy affected the development of the Chinaris Plus map? He did the math on a recent post of his, which I had linked to you in the chat and I had a look at before. And I noticed that because of the sheer amount of open buildings and military camps spread throughout Chinaris, there isn't as much loot as there used to be because the loot economy spreads it out thin throughout the map. Now, again, I don't have the experience in the mod, but I generally don't have trouble finding loot. Yeah, the experience really differs. Like, you really need to spend a lot of time in the game to like actually say that it's working like that or it's not it it really depends what are you trying to search like there are different tiers for each items and mm -hmm. like buildings have different tiers uh, so yeah it's uh like of course we are working like map designers we are working close with the design department to actually make sure that we design map in a way that actually you are finding stuff here and you will find other more important stuff here so yeah, yeah. there's definitely this close tie with the designer department to basically make sure that it it plays good on chernaros but yeah it's <laughs> it's like that designers basically have control over the uh, like the tiers on the map and they can draw like over the areas of the this should spawn different tiers of the mm -hmm. items and of course if you if they spread the tier area over larger area of buildings and stuff it is of course much harder to find a, a certain item there because it spawns in a lot more buildings than for uh, that's a good example like uh, for example m4 like 
it's spawning in TC most most of the time. Well, yeah. except the container in Noaya Petrovka. But yeah, that's a good like good good example that M4 is actually spawning on these relatively small areas compared to the fact that, for example, like SKS or AK74 is spawning in a different tier, and that's much bigger than the tier for M4. Yeah. So yeah, it really depends on the setup and on the things that you are actually searching for. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Blue Blade comes in with hi. As level designer on the Source engine, will the learning curve of the mapping tools for standalone be easier, similar, or harder? And then he says thank you. Yeah, I'm actually not sure. I, I never tried to really make a map in Source, but what I can tell that uh, the learning curve for the tools, Arma tools, it's quite steep. But if you get over it, like map making for Arma or Daisy is really rewarding, so it's yeah. definitely worth it. Demon Groover comes in. Any thoughts on just making Chinaris one big island just to avoid the debug planes issue? I realize that Arma Chinaris is part of a land, uh, larger landmass, but I just think an island would make things easier. Now, sadly, Demon, you heard it before, mate. It's not going to happen. But... That's not to say that if there's a modder out there, seems like there's people who'd be interested in it. Why not create a mod of it? Yeah, like <laughs> I like imagining the amount of work that you would need to do in order to basically yeah. shape the terrain. So yeah. the channels actually have the coast even on the northern borders that are actually really high above the sea. Yeah. So you would need to sacrifice a lot of uh, like existing areas in order to incorporate the proper mm. coast but uh, it's not happening at least officially not okay and the last question is from i don't even think that's a word but we'll just call him four five six seven um now i'm pretty sure i've heard this um answered before um and i actually replied back to the guy and i said is this a troll question or genuine Remember um, that you are just the map developer. These questions would be better aimed to Martin, Eugene, or Brian, I believe. But there was an element of it that I was interested. Um, will there be a DLC for Standalone? Will there be any other f official future maps from you guys? Or are you pretty much just Chinaris Plus is what you guys are doing? And then the rest of it will be up to the modding community. Yeah, at the moment the focus is really on Chernarus only. Yeah. Like, we'll see what the future will bring, but yeah, we're currently like seriously working only on Chernarus, making sure that we can deliver the best possible environment for all of you to play in. One mod, and uh, we're into my questions now, but one uh, thing I would love to see, and I know I would play the heck out of it, would be the original Chernarus um, from the mod, the, the Chinaris we had when Daisy Standalone was first released. Um, I would love to see that come back, you know, the old Northeast Airfield, below the tents, um, Cherno, uh, when it was such a hotspot, um, Electro, when it was a hotspot as well. Just, it'll bring back memories, I think, for so many people. Yeah, like, you will definitely be able to mod the old Chernarus from Arma 2 into Daisy if you really want 
Yeah. Like some retro mod should be possible. Yeah, I think that'd be a very popular one too. Um, as much as I love the new map and I love the changes that have been made, there would be still something great about. You just hear so many people talk, particularly about the Northeast Airfield. Um, there are so many fond memories of mostly PvP. Um, yeah, snipers um, sniping down into it from up on the hill. and um, But yeah, I think it'd be amazing. I think that'd be a really popular mod. Yeah, well, you still have to enjoy it. <laughs> about exactly. It like like this because 6.3 it will change uh, in a huge amount like it will be completely different area how does it feel to have created a map that so many people have fond memories of now i mentioned it at the beginning when i said i was interviewing you um and then i explained to my son who you were because he's only a young fella he didn't know who some records but he knew he knew namolsk and he just straight away started telling me all these amazing stories of the times he played on the map how does it feel for you to have created this map that everyone loves so much? Yeah, it's really amazing. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. like the impact that it had, like on the publicity of Namask with the release in Daisy Mod, was really crazy. Like, you can see people remembering times from playing Namask or everywhere. Like, it's. It's really like surprising to see because like the Namask in Daisy mode wasn't really that mm -hmm. good looking map. Like uh, still need to remember that Namask is like I've been basically working on Namask since Operation Flashpoint. I started started on Namask in late Operation Flashpoint times, then ported it into Arma One, then to Arma Two. Yep. It was also ported by other community guys uh, in cooperation with me to Arma 3. It's been also made in Minecraft. <laughs> 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 it, uh, the map really went through crazy times and yep. like I really spent a lot of time for Daisy Standalone in order to basically bump the visuals and make it make or add more sense to the landscape even though it's still kind of does not really make sense but it's like it's better but yeah <coughs> it's like i cannot wait until players will be able to try the standalone version hopefully even the veteran players from yep. arma will be really surprised what's new in there and yeah it will be hopefully amazing the big question I have for you about Namolsk, will there be bloodsuckers? No. No! I will, I will, I've changed the lore a little bit around the island and decided to not to include the bloodsuckers. I will, rather than that, I will focus on more like the survival features. Yep. Because like I mentioned that already Day System alone really allows me to go much deeper than Arma 2 Daisy mod yeah. did. So yeah, we'll see a lot of fun stuff. You're more of a survivalist type player, aren't you? That's definitely your inspiration. Yes, definitely. I mentioned that I like the games that are, that are always trying to kill me. <laughs> Now, we did sort of touch on this, um, and I think you said um, at the moment, Bohemia Interactive is not planning on any new maps for DayZ standalone after full release at this stage, but that may change. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So once full release happens, what's next for you, Adam? 
Well, it's hard to say. Like, <laughs> we will see. Like, I did definitely do have some personal projects that mm -hmm. I would like like to continue, but we'll see. Like, what will future bring? No teasers. No teasers. <laughs> so make sure you follow his website and follow him on Twitter as well, because I'm certain he'll announce anything he's doing on either of those two forums. Um, links in the description as always. Um, what would what advice would you give to people thinking about buying Daisy at the moment? Like I would definitely say buy it. Like it's like it the game, even though it has still some bugs and stuff, it's like a really unique experience. And like if you actually like, it's early access, of course. So yeah, you will find the bugs in there. But the experience is there too, and it's really unique. Like I don't think you can really find any other game like that on the market at no. the moment. While you were saying that, that's what I was thinking in my head. There's nothing else out there like it at the moment. I know a lot of people are quite hyped for Scum. Um, we'll see what Scum's like when it releases. I know a lot of people were hyped for Survive the Nights, and um, it suffered from the early access problems that most games do when they first release. It wasn't quite as good as the promo trailer promised. Um, but, yeah, I think buy it. Um, and, again, if this is not something you can answer, just tell me, no, you wouldn't know. Um, that's not something that you'd know, but are there any plans for a price hike when it when beta is released? Uh, I think this was already announced like that the price will be increasing over time with the releases. Yeah, I cannot confirm that it, it will, will go increase up, and stuff, but yeah, yeah, it should go up because I, I know um, I haven't seen anything. And if anyone has, please um, put a comment in the description or link me on Twitter and I'll try to mention it in the next interview. But um, that's one thing I've mentioned to a few people um, and I've said um, you know, it's quite often comments in videos or um, uh, in Twitch streams that I'm watching and I said you know well look if you're here watching a Twitch streamer or you've just watched a half hour video on it then clearly the game interests you it's not the uh, you're not the sort of person with a very short attention span who needs something to be happening every minute to keep them um, occupied so it's definitely worth buying and I've mentioned to a few of them that Possibly, well, again, this is just pure speculation on my behalf, but the price may go up a few dollars um, when beta is released, or at least at full release. So it's if you're interested in the game, spend the however many dollars it is in your local currency and just buy the bloody thing. You, you won't regret it. If you're watching it, if you've watched this interview this long uh, and you don't own DayZ, you need to rectify that as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's really unique experience i would say so much you can do you can, as you said you can play it survivalist you can play it pvp you can role play it um yeah it's going to be amazing um interesting question um to, for, to hear from your perspective now that you're on the dev team and so on i mean in your opinion is daisy going to be the game you hoped it would be when you first heard about the standalone project yes definitely yeah. I think it will be actually even better than I thought. Like I kind of had a feeling you were going to say that. With all the changes that are coming in 6.3, like it's it's really something different. Like mm -hmm. I, I expected that it will be on like Arma level of functionality, but it's, when I heard first about the standalone, of course, I, I thought that it will be like the Arma mod, basically, but yeah, it 
turn out to be like really something some completely new experience like it will be the controls and stuff it will be much better to play with yep last question my friend what can we expect from you in the future we sort of touched on this before but is there anything else you're working on oh yeah uh of course namask will be released and i plan to support it for some time for sure with the new content i already have some stuff that will actually not make it into the first release but will be added later because it's like more long-term stuff but yeah f- as for the other projects i like i recently or it's actually almost a year now <laughs> time runs fast <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, i released arm of remote so yeah i'm doing some like side projects too it's not like solely in a mask and i of course plan to like announce and work on new projects too even for daisy actually i do have some like smaller project yep. planned for daisy it's currently waiting for daisy basically to be finished and stable but yeah it's there are more projects from me coming definitely i'd love to see a jungle map as well i think that'd be an amazing one a jungle, nice, hot, humid environment where you constantly need to find water. And uh, yeah, that'd be an amazing uh, mod as well. Oh, yeah, I think like community will definitely figure out a lot of maps and environments. And it will be really amazing to see. A final thing that I want to remind everyone, as I mentioned earlier in the interview, Adam doesn't have a logo. So if you can come up with something for either him personally or something for the Namolsk map get in contact with him on Twitter at Adam Franku uh, A-D-A-M-F-R-A-N-C-U link in the description Um, if you've got any ideas hit him up and see if you can work something out Adam thank you so so much for taking the time mate that teaser clip uh, absolutely amazing um, I will try to remember to put that time link in the video because I know there'll be people who don't want to listen to us waffle on for an hour and a half or so that the interview's been for, but they just want to see the teaser clip of the video. Thank you so much for um, giving me the opportunity to release that as well, mate. That is so appreciated. Yeah, thanks. No problem. Um, I'm, like enjoying these spotlights, I've heard several of them already. So yeah, yeah it's really amazing that what you do. Mate, I love doing it. I really do. It's it's possibly a. I'm I'm not a creative person like you with the map, and I'm not a great editor like a uh, Fubar Bundy or a Polish guy or anything like that. But this is something I can do. I can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles, um, and I love talking about Daisy. I love talking to people who are passionate about the game. Um, it's just. It's a game that's changed my life and changed so many other people's lives. And um, you've been a big part of that, mate, with the Namolsk map and with the changes you're making to Chinaris Plus. And I think on behalf of the community, I just want to thank you, mate. Please don't stop doing what you're doing. Yes, thanks. I will definitely continue. Awesome. Adam, any final words? Yeah, let's stash enough heat packs to be prepared to survive on Namolsk. In beta we trust and uh, in the Molsk we trust as well. I think that's going to be a big one for bringing a lot of people back to the community once that's released. Yeah, for sure. Adam, thank you so, so much. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Ciao for now. 
Now guys, um, some of you who were a bit smarter would have noticed that um, this is still going um, long after it should have finished usually. I just wanted to let everyone know that Sumrak does actually have a donation link on his website. Um, the thousands of hours that guys like him put into creating stuff like this for us, if you can, please chuck a few dollars his way. Um, it helps people like him keep on doing what they're doing. And without people like him, we'd just be stuck with the same old Tunaris Plus map, which is a great map, but I know how hyped everyone has been for the release of Namolsk and other maps like it. So if you can, chuck a few dollars his way, it'll all be appreciated and it will go a long way towards him being able to create further content for us in this awesome community and other communities like Armour and so on. So please, link in the description, jump in, send a few bucks his way with a note saying thank you for all you do to make DayZ the great game that it is, mate. Ciao for now.